You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Boardwalk Empire After Show. Wow, Bing is for doing. Yes. <laughs> and we're doing AfterBuzz TV Boardwalk Empire, Season 3, Episode 11. I'm Kevin Undergaro. And I'm Ebony K. Williams. And hey, I'm Kristen Carney. You guys are greatest... High fives. Yes. High fives. High fives. High fives. In the studio. Boosh. YouTube viewers watch us too. High fives. Yes. Best episode ever. Ever. In three seasons. Oh Best one. Oh my God. We have been waiting so long yep. for this. Yes. So long. I told you it was like Hulk Hogan coming back. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is what you call a comeback in wrestling. Yeah. Don't call they, it a comeback. They did so good. Right. Yeah, he never left. That's right. It's a return. <laughs> yeah. They did so good at building the tension through this season for this moment. I love that you used that word and bringing that up in news and gossip. It's really good. Yeah, Yeah, it was crazy. Crazy, crazy. You know, uh, just I I know there's a couple of initial thoughts right off the bat from our our super fan, Mike August. And Mike was actually saying, Marissa, are you playing this in the background? Can you hear it? Yeah, you have to lower the volume. I can hear a lovely chalky. There you go. Now, you see, Marissa, if I wasn't here... (laughs) And two other people on other shows. Why do I know that you guys would just let that play? Maybe it's supposed to be. It's like supposed to be that. playing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, just 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 video. Anyway, again, YouTube viewers, we have in the background we have the show playing. But why wouldn't we be excited? But I was saying that you know Mike August had sent me a couple of catches. He sent me a lot of catches from last week, and then he sent me a couple of brief ones. I know one of the things he was mentioning was um, how he feels like this is one big chess game, and it was just yes. interesting his breakdown. And then it brought me back to Nucky in the little Chinese checkers game. And and the correlation between him playing that, his little board game alone, this little tiny game, and then the big bocce ball game going on by Joe the King, Joe the Boss, right, Joe right. Me, you know, Messeria, just kind of interesting. And bocce ball takes a lot less thought, right? That's not as much less strategy. Thought, right. It more yeah. relaxed. Everybody brainless. Yeah. Everyone's in the middle of the street doing it, they're right. drinking their wine. You guys know the saying, it's like the bigger the balls you play with, the dumber you are. And the smaller the balls you play with, the smarter you are. So like, you know, golf and and, and those small ball sports are normally your intellects. And then the big football guys, you know, no harm. No harm, yeah. I like that. Anyway, (laughs) but but, but it's true. And I want to read tonight a couple of great catches. You know, we're going to have a lot of catches from last week, but just some initial thoughts to open uh, that that he sent me. Again, once again from Mike August. It's at Michael August. Yeah, yeah, I realize that afterward. Episode opens with a hobby horse tipped over. That foreshadows Jip's death. If you buy into what I said about me visualizing Jip falling over like a chess piece when he dies, Uh. and the horse was white, and I mentioned Jip being on the white side of the chessboard and Nucky on the black. And Mm -hmm. I think... 
we that there could be some, a lot of ways, right? Yeah. There, there could be something there because we see that Nucky and we continuously see horses and ponies, horses and ponies, and we see Nucky with the black. Right, Nucky right? is definitely with the black. With yeah, he gets all team. his black card credit. Yeah, he also said <laughs> Chip steals Nucky's desk. That is the equivalent of sitting on the king's throne in his mm-hmm. mind. And the whole thing with Joe the king and Joe the boss, you know, mm-hmm. I think is a great, yeah, you know, about about not, uh. uh Great reference to the chessboard. Sure. Um, it was interesting to me when Lancey said, everything connects Charlie as he was one of the architects of organized crime. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we know that everything, I f- took it as everything connects on this show. Like, they're yes. all interconnected. And as we find out by the end of the episode, it's all interconnected. Um, lots, lots, lots to go over. And I, so I, I just building with the exciting stuff. Let's let's get Jillian out of the way. Okay. Yeah. Jillian yeah. and Richard, mm-hmm. um, I, I just, heinous. She's just atrocious. She's such a dream killer, right? Like, poor little Richard. Like, he's so happy, finally. And she just goes for the jugular, you know. She's pretty girl, pretty name. She doesn't look blind, you know, because she knows that's Richard's vulnerability, you right. know. And it, it's so cold. I also thought that when Jillian saw, you know, J- Jip come in, take over her operation, right. that she would have a little heart for Richard because Richard is now what you have. Jip's come in, taken over her life she has no control over that I thought she would keep Richard in the picture to continue controlling him but in a way that was more welcoming less threatening like an ally yes it proved that she she falls into the category of I say about a lot of people smart not that smart you Mm. know she's smart but if she were really smart she would Mm. have said listen you're no you know you're normal and I get where you're coming from this is our bigger enemy but she you know obviously the child, Tommy is yeah. just, you know, her Achilles heel. Yeah. She's too scared. Yeah. Because when her her savvy took over, as soon as Jip came in and she just went with it, you could see she knew the she wheels. Had to. T- she right. knew she had mm-hmm. to, but I saw the wheels turning in her head. Um, how do I end how this? How do I end how this? How do I get out of this? Yeah. Right. And then I just thought she took a left-hand turn the opposite way I thought she was going to go when she pushed Richard away. Right. And and, and was, made a mortal enemy. And, I hope. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> yeah. But you know I, what I like about her character, which I feel is very accurate, is um, I'm sure you guys don't have a lot of experiences with strippers. And, well, and, <laughs> do you have any that. friends with strippers? <laughs> Actually, I lived with one when I was in okay, law so school in New go. Orleans. My so roommate was a stripper. Yeah, and so worst roommate ever. She always had a rent. Go ahead, though. You know, time, times may <laughs> have changed because it's, be- it's become more popular, and I guess it maybe more people do it. But my what I had noticed, and, you know, God, it's like I always go to my ugly past, but there, the, the, there used to be a thing called the Combat Zone in Boston. Hmm. It's a very famous place. It had uh, strip joints and prostitutes and, and, and whatever, and I ended up working there. Uh, uh, for three different winters, when mm-hmm. I, you know, in, are you in, the bouncer guy? Or? No, no, no. They had like a bookstore, and I worked oh. in a bookstore, and, and it was it was cash, mm-hmm. and I was honest, and so they they mm-hmm. liked me and being a writer. Right. It's like I just made a couple of sales mm-hmm. every night, and like they were happy, just have someone cl- open and close and mm-hmm. lock up, and I would get a lot of work done in the back. But I noticed that the women, the soul just was corroded. Yeah. You know, and, and I think it was a great Family Guy that Seth MacFarlane once did. He, he did a PSA. Um, you know, why you shouldn't kill strippers and, and one of the reasons why is because they're dead on the inside mm, anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So well, you I see, see that in her. There's you know? there's a strip club 
uh, on La Cienega here and it says live nude girls, but I always wish it, or it says nude, I wish it would say nude live girls so that like I would know they're alive. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, they're not inside. No. Anyway, but I think this is great writing because she's just dead. She's dead. She's yeah. dead on the inside. Co-rotted. And to, because to, to talk to him in that way and to say those cruel, cruel things. Yeah, yeah. you're right. And, to- and Tommy is her Achilles heel. And I think that's the only thing left living in her. Right. Yeah, and that's it's why her connection to Jimmy still, right. and um, she's she's. And just I'm not confident that in ten years she doesn't start boning him. Oh no! Right. I said yeah. that last week. I wouldn't even be surprised yeah. if it was sooner than that. Yeah. And you know, we see the brothel now. Her like dream brothel, this like fantasy she has of making this brothel this classy establishment, <laughs> and we just see Jeff such an animal. Such an in animal. that scenario, and what his people have turned it into? Because it's Jillian, I felt pleasure seeing her. Even though it's this bad thing where these men are, you know, taking advantage of these women in this, like, animalistic way. But because it was in Jillian's place, Mm -hmm. I liked it. I was like, screw screw them. No, this is what you get. This is what you (laughs) get. Exactly. This is what happens when you you play. You set up, you you help set up Nucky. Yeah. And this is what you get. It, yeah. You know, and I see that with a lot of people who are vengeful. It's like, be careful of the boomerang right. effect. I, yes. t- I see it all the time. And you said, and, and Kevin said, be careful what you wish for when mm-hmm. you saw Jip come in. Right. Yes. She chose that team. That's and right. And now she's yeah. got to yeah. live with it. Now Good in the bad and the ugly. Ew. Right. And so now you've got him. And, you know, you had Nucky who was, who was reasonable. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, too. You know, Nucky's reasonable. And I think both um, someone like Chalky and Jillian see Jip come in and they think, no, 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 no. Well, no, I can Jillian deal. didn't. No, no, Jillian didn't. But now she. she oh, too now late she, now. Right, exactly. Because you let it, you you reap the terror. You, yeah. you the one but now that he's you, actually here. Too late now. Mm-hmm. You, you let in the Trojan horse. Yeah. Right. You she know. was being emotional. You know, like she, she obviously took it personally when, you know, Nucky kills her son. But it's kind of like Kevin was saying, like, better to work with the devil you know. That's right. And she lost sight of that. And right. now she gets what she gets. Now you get a crazy maniac, yeah. an animal. Mm-hmm. And Jip called her Red, which red I really like. Strawberry. strawberry. He's obsessed right. with that. He's yeah. obsessed with redheads. And I, I personally think it's, it's a touch to Satanism and the devil and because of who he is. Yeah. And, uh, it, 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 but it's interesting. Speaking of Jip, um, you know, seeing him. At the Ritz-Carlton, he, he's setting up shop. He, he's looking at the expensive bottle of booze. You can mm-hmm. tell he's like, oh, I've been poor my whole life. I've been, right. my dad was a bricklayer. I've been treated like crap my whole life. Now, here I've arrived. And then uh, the book, and I made sure I wrote it down. And, and Mike, and, and it's so sad, Mike, August, um, we, we just lean on you so much. <laughs> Um, and, and, and a lot of our fans, you know, yeah. and Michelle in New York. And, you know, thank God, because you can figure this stuff out. But as I was writing down the book, which was... What was it? Ragged Dick or something? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was like, okay, it's got to... Yeah, Ragged Dick. It's got to mean something. But there was a nice little message... From his mom. From mom to son. And then he was like, I have to get out of here. Yeah. I have to go. And then he's looking at that tool. What is that tool? It looks like some kind of hook. I wish I knew. I, I almost sorry, think he guys. was going to put that in, that tool in his pocket and take it and actually was perhaps tra- use it on Nucky. But I th- Oh, really? I think oh, he was just trying yeah. to figure out what it was. Yeah. That too, but it... It's his. And again, I should know it's what it personal. is because I love antiques. But what I didn't quite understand, I want a table here. He he reads the book, the inscription of the book says, "Get me out of here." Right. Is it because he just hates family so Too much? Too tender. Yeah, that's what I took from it. It was just it was like a tenderness, and obviously that's you very troublesome. You don't want to see a human side of your enemy, mm-hmm. you know. And I think seeing that side didn't warm his heart; it made him sick to his stomach. It's also the you know, envy, right? Made him sick. I think you're I think right. Made him sick. sick. Made it, him sick to his stomach because I because I don't feel that he would care no 
to like I know like for me if I had to kill someone I would have to know that person was Hitler mm-hmm. in my brain to mm-hmm. be able to pull the trigger and right. so I agree with you saying but I think a, a normal person would would See, would look for that it. right and say oh no no I gotta stay focused but he doesn't need to stay focused no, no. he's just an animal kill anything right. but I think you're right he just got it was just disgusting to him yeah, yeah. right just anything to do with family yeah. and Nucky right and, these people I can't even believe they're I'm, here they you know and I'm disgusted by my own mother maybe that and he, again, he's so family. jealous of everything about Nucky including the fact that he was loved you know because I don't really think that we saw that kind of relationship between him and his mom so it's like that too like just ugh, you guys are freaking sicking me out and again last week when Jip killed uh Killed oh, the, the oh, guy's cousin. The sailor. Yeah, yeah, his cousin. He said, you know, like we said, don't use family as an excuse. Mm, Jip that, doesn't find that warming, heartwarming whatsoever. But no, no but then he said, you know, because he's family, he did him a solid. <laughs> right, right, right. And he, he you owe me. Yeah, no, and yeah, you, you owe me because I made that. We didn't mention that last we week. We didn't mention that. Yeah. We talked about yeah. that on the commercial break. Yeah. The fact that I mean that he said you owe me, and he meant it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I took it easy on you. You're yeah. welcome. You owe me. Right. Yeah, like, that could have been a lot worse. Oh my god. <laughs> um, it's funny before the show started Abby and I were in it we have this like concession stand area and we were <laughs> popping up popcorn yeah, at the we candy were. counter of, uh, of one of our screening rooms and I was saying to, to Ebony I'm like they've done such a good job that I'm not ready for Jip to get his comeuppance I yeah. feel like I need six more episodes of him yeah. but I don't see any way around it no no you ready to say like goodbye? Somebody, well, I'm <laughs> yeah. ready. I'm fired up. No, definitely. Just, like, I'm ready to go. Next yeah. season, we have to have someone even bigger and better than him. With, oh, for sure. You know. But I kind of, you know what? I have faith in our writers of these kind of shows to give us that. Yeah. Uh, if, and if we don't even see seeds being planted next week to get us there. But, like, without giving anything away, because we don't know. We, we don't know. Like, let's say we don't. We can predict that Jip may go down, but we don't know. Right. We, we don't know. Um, okay. Just a little shout out to iTunes. Uh, you guys have been really great, giving us great notes, great examples. Uh, we've had a lot of fun with it. And um, I forget the guy's name. I think it's Corvette guy. He gave me a nice shout out. He goes, I know I hurt your feelings about being uh, overprivileged. Race, yeah. <laughs> overprivileged, not the race thing. Yeah, no, it was over. Yeah, overprivileged. being overprivileged because right. right. we mentioned last week my dad was a, like a construction worker and a mason. Right. And, uh, but you know what? I'd say, I say this. Um, he was actually right. He was wrong that I was overprivileged, but he was right about, he said something else about, uh, you know, growing up kind of away from everyone else. The, the neighborhood was Italian and Irish. Italians hated the Irish. Irish hated Italians. And there were a couple of crossovers, and that was it. And, and everyone in the whole entire world was Catholic. It was just, that was it. You played stickball on your street. So he's right about that, yeah. you know. And it wasn't until, uh, you know, we, we moved to another town, and then, you know, I, I started working in the carny business. Then I forget it. Then it was just on. And then the one good thing, about LA is that you you really exposed to everything. We yeah. have everybody out here, every kinds and, and every 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 kind of person, every different genre and gender. Um, and it's one of the few good things about our business. Yeah, we have a lot of genders here. A lot of it. Like both. And, or Men three. and women. Right. Yeah. And trans. Other. Right. Yeah. And and C and D and all the above. <laughs> but you know the cool thing about our business is that it, we are a melting pot for it. You know, and and it even goes back to Sinatra, who you would think would just be this mean guy, but he was the one that always took up for the communist writers, or the black people, yeah. or the gay people. Like, so it, it's one of the cool things about the business. But you know, he was right about that, and and to bring it back to iTunes, like we we love getting your comments, and and even YouTube, we're getting a lot of engagement on YouTube cool. as well. And I, th- I feel like we send everyone to iTunes because the majority, I mean, the massive, massive majority of our, of our audience is iTunes, right. but. 
uh, yeah, we, we run the camera for a reason, and it's always nice to give some YouTube love, too. So, anything to add to that before we go on to Lucky and Meyer? Thank you. Just thank you, guys. Keep doing it. We love the comments. We love the ratings. And we love all that. Okay. And and, and only one more week, which is just, <laughs> oh, my God. Blast I know. It's tearing my heart out. And next week, we have to uh, we have to figure it out. Um, I have I, I have Maria host the Disney Parade for ABC, and I, I go to that. And I'm, I'm going to rush back on Sunday night to be able to do the show. If not, we'll tape it on Monday. We will have it up for you, so please be patient with us. Uh, we will not miss that for yeah. the world. Okay, Lucky and Meyer, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Lucky getting a little ahead of himself. Meyer keeping the cool head, as, I, as we've seen before, Italian, Jewish, you know, the <laughs> Jewish guy <laughs> keeping his head, the Italian guy <laughs> rushing ahead like me. Oh, Phil, let's build another studio at AfterBuzz. Let's <laughs> uh, wait, we don't make any money. Ah, so what? <laughs> um, but it, it's interesting. I, I kind of enjoyed seeing Lucky squirm because he's another yeah. one. He brought it. He did this. He yeah. he wanted to be buddies with Joe, Joe mm-hmm. the boss, mm-hmm. Joe the king, and gave up Nucky. And so I kind of was glad to see him get. It's another scenario of you made your bed now lay in it. Uh, and I thought they both got ahead of themselves last episode. They did. Getting involved yes, in Messer they did. at what Rothstein at warned all. them, said, exactly. stay, on, stay on the sidelines, guys, which is the smart play. Yeah. Yeah. And they both got ahead. And now Meyer's going, whoa, 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 slow down, cool your jets. Oh, this guy's from Buffalo, but we don't even know him. I wonder if these character, or these these people, these people in this world listen to what's really being said. I remember season one or two Rothstein said, uh, Nucky went to him for some advice, and he was like, what if I don't have a move? And Rothstein said, then you wait. And when you see an opening, you you remember that? Like, that was, like, that changed my life. I was so smart. No, we but were, sometimes we people aren't about... smart enough to see the opening. Oh, no, of course know? not. But right, but, but, but my point is that Lucky, should, uh, or these people, they're, they're privy to all this great wisdom. And if they listened when this Which, man by spoke. By the way, I, I've never gotten it in business ever. Yeah. You know, <laughs> stupid, like, bachelor degree, like, typical of <laughs> some drinking college, you know, like Catholic school. Like, it is fine, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but it was hard, but it wasn't, they didn't teach, like, I don't know. Well, you they guys don't ever pass prepared? on wisdom. No, at this those is, these are schools. life lessons, right? And I just feel like Rothstein told his ass two, se- you know, two seasons ago how to handle. But he this. also told us too as an audience. Yeah, he did. You know, we were talking yeah. about it last week, Emily. How yeah. like there's been reports where the Godfather has actually educated men in business. Like right. there's a lot of talk in the corporate world how mm-hmm. they base a lot of their decisions yes. just on what they learned from the Godfather. And I, I was saying like these writers. They somebody's schooled in business to know this yes. stuff because I know I'm learning. I'm learning. These are life nuggets. Like when he said that, or even when uh, Nucky one time told Mark, it's important to always have something to look forward to. I will never forget that as long as I live. Yeah, you're like, right. That, th- these are awesome little nuggets. But anyways, I, it was just such a parallel to me. Like Rothstein has been consistent in advising these guys to wait for the perfect opportunity. Don't right. force a fit. Yeah, and ma- here we see Lucky Luciano forcing a fit. Right. So I, I, I'm I'm grateful to see. They should have been wary Lucky. of someone from Buffalo also. Buffalo is actually... <laughs> but they're from, Muppet babies. I know, I know. Yeah. but if you... Buffalo is about eight, eight and a half hours from New York City. So it's not an easy trip for someone to just randomly be trying to buy stuff right. from New York City all the way from Buffalo. Amateur. So, yeah, you should have known to look out for something like that. Um, okay, so finally, let's make it all nucky and chalky for the rest of the show <laughs> okay we'll do catches of the week we'll talk about after blog we'll we'll, news and by the way yeah. news and gossip we have huge predictions mm-hmm. but it's all about nucky and chalky so starting out 
with it opens with a bang, bang, bang. Um, Four of them. We see we see Kessler with Nucky, and we we see immediately that Nucky lives up to what I've at least been saying about him is why he's the guy to root for. Yeah. Yes, he's making the tough decisions. He's being ruthless, but there's still a heart in there, mm-hmm. and you see it when he tells Kessler. Eddie, he says, go. Mm-hmm. Go. Just go. Right. And he said, but those are paid men. Like, they, they're not there out of loyalty. I'm here. Right. And I'm not leaving. Just awesome. But yeah. it was great that Eddie was like that. But it was, I thought it was great, too, that Nucky was like, no, go. Yeah. They're coming to kill us. Get out of here. And he was worried about his safety. And we see that worry go throughout the episode. Well, that makes me wonder about Margaret and the kids. Nucky sent them away, right? They didn't choose to leave. Uh, I. I was assuming because he wanted Kessler to go, he also, regardless of Margaret cheating on him or not, didn't want her there for this. I don't think it was Margaret choosing to leave. He knew to get her right out. And he did say, and I thought it was great, too, speaking to my point, he said, what about the kids? Yeah, He was very concerned about the children. So I I love it. I love how at the end of last year, him killing Jimmy made everyone believe, like, oh, all of humanity now has gone out of Nucky. And I didn't buy it. No. I did not buy it. And you see in this episode, even when when um, Eddie's being operated on, you know, he has a chance to bail, to bail out on that, to, mm-hmm. to, to, to not go forward with the operation. Says, no, operate. Mm-hmm. Keep going. You know, even right. if I'll the risk guys the get, sound. yeah, risk yes. the guy screaming to, you know, get caught by Jip. And I thought it was beautiful. I loved it. Loyalty's huge in Nucky's world. You know, there's not many people he can trust, and he knows that. And I'd like to mention that before he got all mushy-mushy with Kessler, he did ask the question, did you know? You know, what about you? Right. Did you know about, you know, just to, to, to keep it 100. And um, he's like, my, my life is, is to serve you, you know, whatever. And, you know, reestablish that loyalty in that relationship. I think Nucky, Nucky's having a lot of life lessons here, not just from being attacked and his life being threatened, but also realizing that he didn't know Chalky's phone number. Right. And he didn't know Kessler right. had family. Right. And he There's never thought to That's ask. Right. right. A lot of realizations like, yes. wow, I've gotten too deep in this. Yeah. Yes. Like, look where I've gotten myself. Yes. And these are the people that are here next to me, standing right. by me in right. this. Right. In the end. And he won't forget. He will no, not no. forget. He will Hell never no. forget. No. And, no, no. and Kessler was making me very nervous because he was speaking German. And that's something that you do when you're, you're, about, to you're about to die. Yeah. You revert back to what you know and Native what's easiest. Tongue. I yeah. can't wait. If, the, if Mike, August, if you're listening or other fans, if you can tell us oh. what that German If you German can also was. speak German. <laughs> well, they've translated. No, our fans have done it before. They've right. translated the German first right. before. Cool. So hopefully we'll get some kind of translation because I'd love to know what he was saying. And I'd love to know... Is his family dead? Did they die in World War One? That's what I was getting from. Right. Yeah. The way it sounded, the address, you mm-hmm. know, it almost sounded like a old, it wouldn't place. exist now. And we'll all be there together. The we'll all be home soon, mm-hmm. meaning like we'll all be Afterlife. reunited. Yeah. yeah. So, which we'll find out. Um, I it'll, break, it'll break my heart if, if he doesn't make it. I think uh, he's going to make he's it. Gonna he's going to make it. He's going to make it. We got through the woods. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. got through the woods. And, and Chalky and the son-in-law. Master Samuel stepped up big time. Yeah, he happy did. To see that. But he he said, "I'm I don't know. I'm a student." Yeah. He still stands his ground at the end. Yeah, that's. Um, so it's just showing he's got a backbone. He's not a he's not a bitch. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> no, you he's know, he's standing him. up to all of them. Mm-hmm. Right, right. He'll let him know he's not just going to bend over and do exactly what they want him to do. I loved it too because they didn't they didn't paint um, 
Chalky's boys to be all saints either they they were like they're human 25 Twip grand a lot of money someone's gonna turn mm-hmm. um and i love like the fact that chalky's like all right i'll we'll, i'll get you out of here and of course the way it went down was uh was great i loved i loved it. well you know before we get to chalk versus chalky versus chip Right. We waited all season for this, and I, again, I'm gonna pat, I'm gonna break myself, my hand, pat myself on the back because I called that two things that Chalky would step up mm-hmm. against Jip, and, and I still say Richard. Yeah. Yes. Which you know, it, we'll talk about. We, we 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 should actually we'll talk about Richard when we when we talk about what happens at the very end. Um, but Chalky versus Jip, I loved finally seeing it. It was great seeing Chalky like this because you almost saw him in his throne, like he was the mm-hmm. king. And it wasn't king for a day. It's going to be king for a while. Mm-hmm. And he was reigning over Jip to me and his demeanor. It was like Chalky got him. the attention he finally deserved in, in this setting. You know, we finally got to get him to where we can have him execute. Not execute. Yeah. Where he'll execute his character as well as he can in a scene like that. That's what that scene is What's for. What's interesting, though, is that Jip didn't even know it. Like he didn't even know that that Chalky was still really running it because Jip's Jip's a very one-dimensional type well, of I, guy. I don't think. Listen, I don't think. I think it was a battle back and forth between the two of them. It was a battle, and I think ultimately yeah. Chalky held his ground. Here's what I find more interesting. Then it's to your point, but one step beyond. Jip needs that big desk, you guys. Yeah. I'm the man. Look at this. Look at the big desk I have. Now I control the town. That you couldn't put Chalky in a shittier environment. Mm-hmm. And yet that little old rickety chair was his throne. Right. Firmly in command. Mm-hmm. Yes. Didn't need the education. Didn't need like, doesn't need the, the sweets and he doesn't need the, the hors d'oeuvres and the champagne. No. Yeah. And he was, he was owning it. And I think when they went tete-a-tete, it was back and forth. It was the, it was the game of chess because, because if Chucky owned him, the, the, that would have been the finale. Well, no, it was back and forth was, definitely, but. Jip wasn't speaking the right language, and he didn't know exactly. that. Totally blew yeah, it. Like, he totally tra- blew it. Ta- t- tried to come in with... Uh, I'm oh, going to be a new and improved better massa to you, and that is the even, last But back thing. up even before he got yeah. there, right? Because he started out okay. He started out with, um, Jim Massa, he, you know, he went off How to his big... How do I address name. you? Yeah. No, he went to his big Italian name. Mm-hmm. And what he's trying to say is, I'm an outsider like you. Oh, pfft. Right, but that's what we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, we're, you know, we're both you, in the oven too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, oh, it was great because what was Ch- Chucky had so many so many great one liners. What was the line he said about being in the oven? Oh, so you just Jip, done Jip, right? Yeah, Jip goes. You were maybe you a little t- longer than me. He's like, you're just not done cooking yet. You're just not done with a, with that like that like yeah. smirk, you know, yeah. and uh, just just a great exchange. But then as it unfolded, right, then he just he showed his true colors to say. I'll treat you well, boy. Basically. I'm going to be a good master to you. and that's Shh. But that's why he does not have mm-hmm. the panache, the charm, all those things that I want to, you know, I talked about Gotti having and Capone having, and at least historically we knew about Capone. But all of those bosses generally have yeah. that. They know, yeah. like Nucky. They and Nucky. Know. I was they have attacked. Say, Nucky they has attacked. it because it, particularly dealing with this time period and race relations, this is very delicate, right? Because, of course, they're, they're not racially equal in society. There's no. still a very clear distinction between the racial and See, social by classes. Way, you are in this, this is yeah, a weird absolutely. world. absolutely. Very weird world. And everyone has to know their place and stay in their lane. But what Nucky is really good at is making Chalky still feel very respected. Um, and I think that's why he didn't take it so well when he was a little dismissive last episode in right. reference to the club. Right. That was like, oh, okay, this is a new Mr. Thompson. 
But um, obviously, we see they made amends. Ebony, did, I, did you know that I predicted last week that that's what was going to happen? I'm not shocked because, see, you know black people so well. Kevin. That's right. I uh, said, no, I know, <laughs> I know white people. I knew, I knew Nucky. No, I knew Nucky was going right. to need him. Going to need him. Yeah. And then and Chucky was going to bail his ass out, and then yeah. he was going to get his club. And everyone's going to be worth a lot of more money. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and by the way, big strides in racial relations and yes. everything. It's very progressive. Yes. Um, but to see the battle but you know we're watching it up on the screen now and the 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 showdown between the two of them when when he says to him you know uh oh we're gonna treat you real well you just see it right jockey's like you know what if i ever had any doubt Mm -hmm. over who i should be working with you just settled up for me you just settled it up for me but jip's so good that he, he goes 25 grand anybody 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 he like leaves that statement Mm -hmm. before he goes out yeah, it was oh really man, awesome. he's in for a big surprise, Mr. Rossetti. Oh, you are in for a surprise. So, next thing we know, Nucky gets Chalky out of there. And I, th- I thought it was very interesting because before they got in the truck, Nucky said, Don't stop till I say. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I thought that was the last word. No, no, no. No. Chucky, uh, Chalky comes out and says, Don't come out till I say. I thought, yeah, Yeah. I caught that too. Like, there's no shift of power. Yes. Yeah. Right? So it was like, and you see, Mm -hmm. Sherry plays it so well. It's like, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) You're right. right. Yeah. So, and and it's great. And we hear they get this little ambush Mm -hmm. and these guys muscle, try to muscle on on Chalky. And the next thing you know, pop, pop, pop. The guys are dead. And it's okay, let's get you out of here. And I love, I think, what Nucky heard from Eddie about holding uh, your head high. Right. W- Keeping your head... Something. Tr- Keeping your trust cool yourself. Trust yourself. other people yeah. aren't trusting you. Trust yourself when people doubt you and, you know, make allowance for doubting too. Yeah. You know, something like that. You know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm screwing it up. But but it's... Key, you know, and, and hearing that, I think really inspired him to say, no, yeah. we're not leaving. Right. They're going to think we killed these guys and fled. That's just we want them to think. No, for win or lose... I'm going to stand and fight. Yes. And then um, we see little Willie, Eli's eldest, mm-hmm. w- pulled into battle again. That I you called. It. Yes. I did call that. Episodes ago. By the way, yes. I'm wrong, you guys, so many times on all these other shows. I'm so excited <laughs> about this one. Like but I, no, but they gave us all those little nuggets on Easter Sunday yeah. that yes. he was going to step up in some capacity. And sure enough, he does. Yes. And he saw that. And once again... We uh, we he, Nucky has this exchange with with Chalky, which was beautiful. Yes, where it's like I'll give you the club, and it's like okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. We're stuck with each other. Then. <laughs> Go down the road a little further. And by the way, like they're two like super macho guys. They're not mm-hmm. not um, no huggy kissy there, but mm-hmm. it was just cool. It was a really There was great a handshake moment. of respect, though, and I liked that. Like, oh, you could see. I think there was like, a ton of love and respect. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it just got exchanged in the smirks, and the, you know, they, they just were like, yep, it's just, mm-hmm. I guess, just two old gunslingers. Like, yeah. And this is how we're going to go out together, which I loved. I also loved to fortify the point about Nucky, you know, being a decent guy. He's like, my nephew, that's my nephew. Yes. He runs right out there yes. to save him and make sure. Yes. And lo and behold, it's. The Black Army, it's Eli. I told you that before. Yep. I said Chicago's going to step up. You were right. And I didn't call that because yeah. I, I thought everyone was so against them. I'm like, well, how would they profit with another war? But who but a true yeah. cowboy? Good old Mu- Capone. Muppet Baby Capone, Muppet who's Baby maybe Capone. no longer a Muppet Baby. Yeah. And how phenomenal. <laughs> I'm getting the chills even thinking about it. That <laughs> shot of him walking yeah. up, putting the cigar in his mouth. 
And that was the best. The ending line was amazing. Yeah. Like, right? We'll talk about who's going to yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have showers. some chow. Have some chow. Shower. shower. And they will uh, talk about who who's dies. Who's going to die? Yeah. Oh, my it's God. Business. Wasn't it's that real. amazing? Yeah. It's like, this is the birth of Al effing Capone. Yeah. Yes. The combination of the actors and the writing together, it's like it just creates magic. You guys, it's a 12. Here, here's what I see these as. I see these seasons as 12-hour movies. They are. This is us. And I know I'd be the type of sicko who would go to an AMC theater and I would sit there for 12 <laughs> oh, hours yeah. for sure. And I'd watch it. Okay, give me a couple of intermissions to go right. to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. But on that, like, I'd watch this from beginning. Oh, yeah. But it's yeah. just a one giant feature and mm-hmm. it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. And so we're on hour 11 or the end of hour 11 yeah. and that's how we end it, which is that line. Yeah. You know, and who's going to die, which I loved. And a shout out to Richard yes. with the army uh, his, 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 we see the U.S. Army uh, b- blanket or cloth over uh, his his case, and out comes all the hardware. Mm-hmm. So shit's going down. Mm-hmm. Like uh, uh, he really loves that kid. Yeah. Sorry, well, she Jillian. drew the line in the sand. You know, like well, I think he was willing, just out of loyalty and just his personality, to kind of be around for as long as he would have. I believe that. But when she kicked him out, it's like okay. But fair again, game. she hit every. She hit the chords that were the every. I mean, single that's, chord. he said, "That's my life. You don't touch that." Yeah. Which is Julia. It was the picture. It was him with Tommy and the and Julia in the picture where the mask was yeah. on the opposite side, so he, he said, looked that's normal. My, he said, "That's my life." What did he say? That's, that's my other my, life. That's my life. That's my life. You don't have any right. And he called her on that. You don't have any say that. over that. Like, you yeah. own me here, but yeah. you don't yeah. have any say over there. You don't have there. any right to that. It's like, that's his sweet spot. Yeah. She hit him in the sweet spot, and now it's... I'm yeah. telling you, man, from with between the army we have assembled and, and Richard, who's yes. just, you know, is a one-man army. Who's a one-man army who can... <laughs> He's a sniper. Who's going to wipe out. You guys, out. I can't He's wait gonna... to get to predictions because it's the whole ball of wax. I know. I'm holding off right yeah, I'm really not saying much. It's the whole ball of wax. Well, I'm going to go to catches the week before I do. Uh, uh, Jason Squamata in his after blog did a great after blog that I would love for you guys to go check out. If you go to AfterBuzzTV.com and you see the after blog button um, and you check out his after blog for Boardwalk Empire entitled A Man With A Plan. There was one uh, paragraph that really stuck out to me as I'm dropping papers everywhere. I catches the weeks. Um... This in from this again from Jason Scamato of the Afterblog. I see Margaret screaming over that open crate in an elegant foyer. The depth of her connection to the young assassin becoming painfully apparent to Nucky with her every shriek. It's like something out of a Greek tragedy. It's the scream of a woman who is prepared to make a bold choice for the love of her life and the lives of her children, realizing that it was not her choice to make. She and everyone she'll ever meet is caught up in the kismet of this tragedy. The machineries of fate have decreed that she remain a, a bride of blood holed up in a fortress waiting for the devil to come and bring hell down around the ears of her and the emperor she spurned. Mm. It's just interesting. So anyway, if you, if, you, if you dig Jason's writing, which I don't know how you couldn't, and you want some really great insight on the show, uh, please go check out the after blog. Now, uh, as for uh, superfan Mike August catches the weeks, uh, for A Man With A Plan, here were some of them. The episode opens with Neptune, who is the Roman god of water in the sea. He is the Italian version of Greek Poseidon, also was a god of horses, which, of course, is symbolic of Jip. He is seeking control of the waterways for bootlegging, etc. Pretty cool. That also ties into what I feel is the theme of the episode, that being that uh, trying to prevent from drowning and doing what is needed to stay afloat. Several references to sea creatures, too, namely Owen, stating... I am not a monkfish. Well, if he was a fish, 
he would not have drowned. And with that in mind, it was interesting to me that Jip's way of preventing Franco from drowning was to bash in his head. Shows the obviously the barbar bar, uh, the barbarism in him. Another theme was the importance of patience. Owen said, this job doesn't call for an army, just patience and opportunity. And Rothstein mentioned, a deal will always wait, and a fool will always rush in. That fool, of course, being Jip, which we did mention yes. last week, and we were talking about great business mm -hmm. uh, advice. Franco states, when the winds shift, sometimes waves crash into each other from all directions, and when that happens, they make big waves. I see that as subtext between the war between Nucky and Jip Masseria, which we did mention last week. We see Van Alden selling away his morality one bottle at a time, and he realizes that in his prayer, that that in his prayer when confronted by Capone. That ties in with Jeff Smith reading The Redemption of David Corson, which is a book about sin and the titled Redemption. Chapter 2 is called And Satan Came Also, which is totally symbolic to the season. Chapter 3 is called The Egyptians, which ties into Jip talking about his father laying bricks and being a builder. The Egyptians were the most famous of all builders, with pyramids, etc. Chapter 6 is The Trail of the Serpent, and Richard mentions sea serpents in, open, in the opening scene with Neptune. Chapter 9, When Paths Converge, goes with the aforementioned talk of waves crashing into each other. Chapter 11 is The Flesh and the Devil. Finally, I believe this is Chapter 18, being titled A Fugitive and Vagabond, and isn't that what Van Alden and his lady are? This is very much akin to what Breaking Bad did with Whitman's Leaves of Grass last season. Nucky is seen playing what appeared to be Chinese checkers before Chucky enters, which we mentioned, mm -hmm. showing that he is a strategist and also may foreshadow him getting involved in the opium dens ah, and heroin trade mm -hmm. with the Chinese. And is Chucky mm -hmm. talking about the famous Cotton Club, which happened to open in 1923? Mm -hmm. If so... That will be the gateway for such gangsters as Dutch Schultz to enter the series. And speaking of Chinese symbolism, Owen's body arrived at 4 a.m. I mentioned often that 4 is the Chinese symbol for death. Ooh. And I may be digging too deep with Jim Shovel here, but Margaret is pregnant with Owen's baby, and Owen's spell backwards is new O. Owen is dead, but his baby is on the way. Possibly a palindrome. The writers hid there. Wow. Plus, I wow. get... I kind of get the vibe that Jip won't survive tomorrow's episode, and the finale will be more about Masseria and paving over the damage that Jip created. If so, that would be the writer's way of saying Jip was not even a big enough villain to get into the season finale. Perhaps the title Two, perhaps the title Two Imposters refers to Jip as a wannabe gangster. We shall see. By the way, so we know as much as we know you're great, Mike, you're wrong about that. Uh, <laughs> why was it Two Imposters? Yeah. The title. Mm. Nothing? No, I really, just uh, dead air. Yeah, crickets. Two imposters. <laughs> okay, fans, let us know. Well, two imposters. You know what? I, is, it, is, I, it, is, it, is it Nucky and Chalky? Only because I see the two of them together. I don't feel they're imposters, no, though. But, like no, but, but they are, no, but maybe imposters are something different. Maybe they're not evil men. Maybe mm -hmm. they're not you know, ultimately greedy. Yeah. You know, or or because who would be the two? Or would it be uh, would Chip it be and Jillian? Chip and Jillian. Chip and Jillian, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Not the leaders that we thought they were. You know, he's not this like rich, smart, educated leader. Or maybe it could be Masseria and Jip. Could be. Masseria sucks. I don't know, but anyway, hopefully, let's yeah. get some feedback from you guys to help us out with that. And now, uh, let's go into some quick news and gossip. Yes, news and gossip. After Buzz TV news. 
Okay, so earlier today, uh, Variety ran a piece uh, entitled Toasting Boardwalk Empire Splendid Season. And I thought this was really neat because earlier in the season, you know, we all kind of voiced um, some frustrations and we saw some even blogs and, and written pieces talking about how slow the season was and it's just so nice to see the the payoff you know like this has just paid off in big 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 dividends here at the end um in the piece they use some terms uh Kristen mentioned one earlier tense like i think if you describe the entire season in one word it would be tense just this sur- surmounting tension building up uh shifting of alliances and twistedness um were just constant themes throughout this entire season so variety gave big ups to uh, Boardwalk Empire Good. season three as well they should moving on so this is fun for me um, this is some fashion news so complex magazine sat down with Borg Watts uh, Taylor uh, his name is Martin Greenfield and they talked to this guy about you know doing all of this amazing fashion that we always see week after week on the show um, and when he was asked who his favorite character to dress on the show was no surprise here Nucky Thompson and oh. um, he says that uh, Steve Buscemi like loves the fashion, loves the clothes, comes in every week to the warehouse, so, tries everything so on. So great. God. So great. And uh, apparently when interviewed uh, and Steve was asked what one of his favorite parts of the show was, he said wardrobe as well. Um, and, you know, it's just neat. Um, other stuff this guy's... I love that. No, and I also yeah. I think that speaks so much to when you work with great actors. Yes. They get so immersed in the role that it makes your job as a writer and a director so much easier because they really run with it. And not all of them do. The greats do. But even some of the ones that are still have great names and can turn it on when they need it, you hear these awful stories Mm -hmm. that they just mail it in. When they come in, they just go, what? Okay, what do I wear? Where do I go? Whatever. But you love hearing that and I know as a director like the actors that I've worked with that bring that like I want to work with them all the time. And that's just that Buscemi, who's also a filmmaker, mm-hmm. I, I buy it. I love it. I buy it. I love it, too. Well, and it's like, obviously, when doing a period piece, and we've all spoke about how beautifully this series Gorgeous. is done. Mm-hmm. And, and a part of that is the wardrobe. Um, it's yep. absolutely impeccable. I mean, every scene we see chalky white in. I mean, the bow tie is crisp. The suit is white. Right. The hats are white. It's gorgeous. Um, and this guy's 84 years old, um, but he says... No I mean, way. 84. 84. He's been doing this... Um, since the 20s and um, oh my god he's just and that's incredible because in Hollywood where they they throw at old people Mm -hmm. that is wow what a great story you need someone who's wise to do something like this like he he said in the interview like I remember this time like I totally am there genius Um, he's also uh, he's doing the stuff for um, Great Gatsby right now and he actually did the stuff for Argo as well you know it's hard you guys like I think if the show were taped in in, or filmed in LA I don't know if they tape or film but we would have many more guests. Mm-hmm. It's hard that they're in yeah. New York because wouldn't that be a great They'd guy be to talk awesome. to? Right? I'd sweet and talk the set designer. I think, next year, I think next season, you guys, we've got to focus more. I'm, I'm putting you guys guessed. on that. Okay, yeah. we're on Because I know it. you can do it. We can do it. Um, but yeah, so and all the stuff's handmade and it's great. Oh, one last thing. I thought this was neat. He said you can always, he can always tell where the plot's going based off how many costumes he has to make for somebody. So for instance, mm-hmm. the sheriff that burned alive, they had to make four of those jackets. So they they knew his time on the show uh, yeah. was going to be limited. Yeah, he was going to get so shot up I just up. thought that was really neat. So They're like, make one that's melted. Right. We're going to need four of those and no more after that. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. So we're done. <laughs> Yeah, so cool. Anything else? Well, I've got some stuff. Um, Steve Buscemi had a little Q&A on HBO Connect Mm -hmm. uh, a couple days ago. 
And oh, good, cool. finally. Yeah. I mean, his answers are a, little, are a little vague. I think he was probably typing or someone was typing oh. them for him, so it was over the Internet. So it wasn't as descriptive as maybe you would hope. But I think this one's a little apropos because um, this has to do with uh, Mr. Kessler. Someone asked a question, um, how hard is it to do a scene? I didn't think the question was really spot on, though. But he said, how hard is it to do a scene with Mr. Kessler without laughing out loud? He's hilarious. Greetings from Brazil. C. Buscemi wrote, I love working with Anthony. It's the closest I'll come to feeling like Laurel and Hardy. Nucky loves Eddie Kessler, which is why he treats him so badly sometimes. It hurts Nucky's feelings when Eddie appears to do something wrong. So long live Eddie Kessler. So, obviously, he's it's you know, a, a great, around. But. but also a great understanding, too, of character to know that, you know, you take, you shit on the people you love the most sometimes because you know they'll put up with it. Right. Exactly. Um, does Nucky really love Margaret? This was asked by someone else. Um, and he said, and now that she's pregnant, how is he? How is this going to change things? Steve Buscemi said, I do think Nucky really loves Margaret, no matter how angry he gets with her. Yep. Especially for signing away his land to a church. <laughs> I hope they'll work things out, mainly because I want to continue working with Kelly. She's incredible. And I am so sorry to see Charlie Cox go. He was great as Owen. Mm-hmm. God, how it's just Buscemi, man. How great would he be to work with? And, I, and you know, I wonder if he subscribes to... The old school actor being an old school, the old school way of acting and not doing many interviews because they don't want to give up the magic. Yeah. Like I know um, Cruz doesn't like stuff being shot. Uh, you know, he doesn't like ENG Cruz back shooting uh, his his movies. You know, behind the scenes, he doesn't like that stuff. But not because he's a, sno- a snob. He doesn't want to give away the magic. Mm-hmm. He, he wants you to experience the magic of the movie. And you know, it, where I don't see a lot of interviews with Buscemi mm-hmm. makes me wonder if he's not the same way. Probably. We just want to give up a lot. I like that. It keeps him a secret. Ma- makes it more yeah. special for us, for him, for everyone I involved. Think my rule is always this. If you're a TV personality mm-hmm. and that's your business, you can't get enough right. of the mic. Well, Carolla actually was saying recently about how Brad Pitt, like you don't want to hear Brad Pitt nope. talk because he's no longer nope. handsome. He's like the idiot you went to college with. Right. So Carolla <laughs> was really funny. But it's true. But yeah. it's funny. about yeah. any movie star, you yeah. don't want you don't want to get to know them yeah. because you want to buy whatever character they're playing. I heard an interesting, uh, Sidney Poitier uh, gave Denzel some advice about that too. He's like, don't do too much interview, don't do too much press because if they can get you for free, they won't pay to see you. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That too. And, yeah. you know, and, and Sidney, you know, even to this day, like I do a lot of research on him because I watch Turner Classic movies, all the mm-hmm. amazing mm-hmm. films. And, yeah, he was just so classy. <laughs> Such so a old Hollywood. By yeah. the way, so just to like throw on like some dumb name dropping, I spent my Thanksgiving with Mickey Rooney. Wow. The last of Very old, cool. old Hollywood. Wow, right. Like I was saying, Contract you, know, you, have, you have old Hollywood, I think, which has got to be like Eastwood now. If he, mm-hmm. He's in yeah. his mid 70s. Mm-hmm. So I, I think like it's old, old Hollywood when you yeah. wow. deal with Mickey Rooney. And, uh, yeah, it was just something. I'm a huge fan That's of so the old time cool. actors and the young actors that follow in that, those old school ways. Yeah. So I love it. Um, Can I do one more little news thing? Yes, please. I'm fixated on Paz de la Huerta for whatever Uh, reason because I think she's a train wreck. I think a lot of people are. She's a train wreck, though, because um, there's this website called Crazy Days and Nights. They, I don't know if you've seen it, Um, Mm -hmm. they do a lot of breaking uh, celebrity gossip, but they don't say the name. Oh. Um, And they rumor, you know, they just kind of give you hints. So anyway, they did a story, I believe it was yesterday or so. Um, They said an actress B list is down in Miami doing meth um, if, you know, like pretty bad stuff. So anyway, at the same time, pictures surfaced on Daily Mail.uk of Paz de la Huerta. 
looking horrible in Miami, changing mm. in public, and her boobs were out. So okay. anyway, I just find her, like, I follow what she does because I no, think No, and it's relevant to Boardwalk, and I always say, and I'm sure I'll let the showrunners will toe the line and, and argue with me, but when characters just disappear abruptly... Mm-hmm. There's a reason. There's a reason. A lot yeah. of times, it's just people don't want to do business with them. You right. don't want to deal with them. It's like get get you know mm-hmm. a, a good showrunner, but get them the hell out of here. Right. There are some masochistic ones mm-hmm. who will just say, "Okay, I'll put up with it." And there's some other showrunners who just don't care. Mm-hmm. You could all kill each other. Like I've known people <laughs> run shows, but kill each other. Literally, I don't care. Pissing each other's mouths. Mm-hmm. I, I don't give a crap. Mm-hmm. So I could give a shit less as long as I'm getting sure, good ratings. Good there's one, people yeah. like that too. But I, I think on these shows, you can't tolerate they're so that. intimate. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just, I, you know, when you see Brian Cranston and, and the way they get along, and I, I don't know, hearing from Ray Romano and how, and Drew Carey and like how they, they were so close on their shows, and they just don't tolerate it. And I, I just, I don't know. So I buy that she's probably a train wreck, and, I, and it wouldn't surprise me if that's why they didn't just go. I buy that. I buy that. And I saw that coming because even after the first season, I didn't know if she'd make it to season two because she was arrested on an assault charge uh, in New York for like hitting somebody with a bottle or something. I mean, she's just a a lot of fun. Or or a lot of fun. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. She's a lot of fun. Yeah. I I see her as a lot of fun. Okay. (laughs) So I guess that's our news and gossip. Let's finally go to predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Predictions. Oh my God. Richard. Kill Richard. Richard takes out Jip. But doesn't die. But Ooh, doesn't die. you're saying he's the one. Richard takes out Jip. Hell yeah! yeah I like that. Okay, I didn't mean to yell. Sorry, Finn. That that <laughs> ending scene of him lining up those guns. Mm-hmm. That doesn't that doesn't happen unless. Jip gets killed. By the way, like you just awoke a sleeping giant. Exactly. You will be eternally sorry. Mm -hmm. Al Capone looks looks like a Muppet baby again next to Richard in terms of uh, taking out Jip. Um, By the way, it looks like it can't be an hour. Maybe it is, but it yeah. look, they look like you guys. There was yeah. a lot, a lot going on. Better there, be right? longer than an hour. Yeah, I feel like one, it, it seemed like it. It's, we deserve it. We do yeah. deserve it. Hey, they're doing it at Sons of Anarchy. We can get it on this show. Um, it looks like it's going to be longer, but I think it's just going to be non-effing stop. Mm-hmm. So this is this season to me reminds me of fireworks. You go see fireworks, and at the beginning, it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, nice, one pops. You're like, ah, that one's okay. And then the finale comes, and it's boom, 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 yeah. nonstop. And then you're like, okay, I can go home now. I'm this satisfied. Is, guys, the final act of a movie. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. This next is... week is the last act. And then mm-hmm. they'll lay down some groundwork for next year, right. and we'll start the ride up all over again. Yeah. Um, I would love if Van Alden showed up with Capone. There's a qu- see, if there's he two, learned of him two yet. places I'm, two things I'm wondering about where is Van Alden all this? Yes. is so is that the last we've seen of him no I, I almost for think the because season? for the season yes I L- think so ah, okay. last, last week though when we spoke we said you know Capone doesn't know the maniac that is Van Alden <laughs> right and maybe he realized that while we weren't watching and he can tap into him and bring him uh, to Atlantic City, but he wouldn't go to Atlantic City because he knows that he's the heat's on for him there. He'll get yeah. arrested. Yeah, that's they true. know that's him there. But it's so you think that's you think that's it for that probably most likely. 
Phil Most Mitch. likely, but we don't I would like him. to see him. We don't need him next week. There's there's enough. Um, yeah. Obviously. Um, Margaret. Okay, well, we see her with the bloodstained dress and screaming and Richard with the blood-splattered mask. So, so Richard's with her. Richard. That means he goes out of his way. Yeah. I, Richard so, so, will definitely be where Margaret is if so, he's trying to get to Jip. Okay, so Richard is smart enough to know Jip's the head of the snake. This is not about taking out Jillian. Jillian. Right. It's I gotta get the head oh, of the yes. snake. Yeah. Right. Because yes. that's what brought hell onto the brothel. Right. Yes. And if you see wow. Margaret next to Richard, it's and and it's is a there gym. any kind of weird alliance between Jillian? Like, is it, it and and Nucky? Is it one of those things where we can fight internally as a city or as a family, but an outside force comes and we stick up for each other? I don't know because it looks like Jillian was having sex with Jip. In, in the preview. She was, yeah, I think she was. But I wanted to set him up, though. Like she it's, always, it could uh, be a setup. The black, <laughs> she uses the, that black widow. That, that right. web of hers. Ooh. Oh, I want to get caught in that web. Okay. <laughs> so, you guys, thank you so much. There's Thanks for putting for up that. with my bad voice <laughs> and, uh, and everything else. I can't believe we got this done in 51 minutes. That's wow, that's pretty good. Uh, you guys, please, where do I find you girls? You can find me on Twitter at Kristen Carney. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And you can find me at Twitter at, at Ebony, E-B-O-N-I underscore K, or www.ebonykwilliams.com. Ebony K. Williams! <laughs> at underscore, what is it? At Ebony underscore K. K. That's easy. Yeah. And at Kristen Carney. Just at Kristen That's Carney. kind of easy, too. That's yeah. easy, too. We're Marissa, easy girls. Marissa, where do we find you, Marissa? Uh. I am at Marissa Movies. All right, now listen. You know, I ran that by Maria because she wanted to know what your Twitter was. And she goes, and you know what she said? I don't want to say because we we, we keep her in America's sweetheart role. (laughs) But she agrees that, no, we got to do, you're in the TV world, babe. Change it. All right. Yeah, it could be new media, Marissa. It could be cool. anything. I had Marissa Movies because that was my YouTube before I even got Twitter and Instagram. So I just kind of kept it. Back in the day. All right, but back in the day. All right, so next week, maybe we switch you over. All right. At Marissa. TV at Marissa Afterbuzz at Marissa something. All right. Anyway, but for now, at Marissa Movies, Marissa, thanks so much for being great on the board. And you guys, please bear with us. We'll be here if not not Sunday night, and we'll be here Monday night. But we will deliver this show. And uh, please, comments, questions, info at Afterbuzz TV. We love it all, and uh, I guess we'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.